With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It's the final Doug Gottlieb Show of 2023. Welcome in. Happy Friday to you. And the Cleveland Browns are playoff bound. It's the final Doug Gottlieb Show of 2023. That's it. Yep. I cannot believe it's already the end of 2023. We're broadcasting live from the com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Crazy to think that we are talking about <laughs> Joe Flacco in a Hall Browns uniform. <laughs> and you, you're making his bid for Canton. Uh, I mean, how do you not root for him right now, right? It was so funny to see C.J. Mosley go up to Joe Flacco with a handshake last night and say, you know, did you ever bleep and think that they would be chanting your name your in name? Cleveland? Yeah! And that is what happened last night. Jets, by the way. Completely different story. Uh, we may get to them at some point. We've It seems like we've talked about the Jets so much this season that now with their season already sealed, their fate already sealed, 6-10, and 10, we, we believe that Woody Johnson will bring Robert Sala and uh, Joe Douglas back because that's what Woody Johnson said. He said so last week that that would, core would be returning. We expect Aaron Rodgers to be returning. But honestly, we've talked about the New York Jets for 16 weeks of the season. We don't need to talk about them in week 17 after losing to the Cleveland Browns. So we can actually talk about the Cleveland Browns. And it's funny, Monty, because I think there's a bigger picture here. There's a bigger picture about the Browns. And it's there's something that, that I said on the Doug Gottlieb show a few months ago. And there's something that I said on the Red Zone radio show that we do on Sunday when the Browns beat the San Francisco 49ers. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I do want to. I do want you to hear last night 
after the Browns topped the Jets 37-20 and the Browns clinched a playoff berth with Joe Flacco as their quarterback. This was Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski about, well, I'm going to call him QB4 because he was the fourth Browns starter of the year. Yeah. The veteran Joe Flacco. I think you guys know, just haven't watched Joe now, and we as coaches are getting to know Joe and, and that type of thing, but he's uh, he battles like crazy. Uh, I think he's he's doing a nice job of, of playing within himself and playing within the scheme and, and, and all those type of things, but he's also making plays, and there were a bunch of plays that he made tonight that were, were key. And, uh, yeah, over 300 yards. Again. Should have been some interceptions. Again. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny, we're still getting to know Joe. Yeah. And here Joe Flacco is taking the Browns to the to the postseason. And taking a nap on the sideline. <laughs> Did you see that video too? He was like dozing off at the end. <laughs> uh, there, there's a guy that I follow on Twitter, and he's a big football helmet guy because I love helmets. And he made a joke, and I, I should get the official handle because I want to give him credit on what he said. Uh, but the Browns are wearing the patch of 1946. <laughs> And so football helmet guy, FB helmet guy says, nice of the Browns to put Joe Flacco's birth year on his jersey uh, as they play tonight. By the way, Joe Flacco and I, we share the same birthday. Do you? Okay, January 16th, yes. Do so, you? So he's going to yeah, turn a year older in less than a month. But uh, but I, I thought that that was very funny. But it's funny to think that the Browns are still getting accustomed to Joe Flacco and he's winning games for them. And not only winning games for them, but they're going to the playoffs. And not only going to the playoffs, Monty, they're – there are people saying that teams don't want to face the Cleveland right. Browns. Right. They don't the want playoffs. to face Joe Flacco and the Browns defense. And you know what's even more impressive to me about Joe Flacco watching these games so far? He's thrown a couple of interceptions, but it doesn't take him out of the zone. He just comes right back in there and delivers the next play. That's a veteran quarterback for you. He is not afraid of the moment, isn't afraid that he just threw an interception. He has come out every single time. And it's just so great to watch. I, you know, aside from the joke of the year, people were like, well, he has five kids. So anytime you get to like close your eyes with five kids, you kind of like doze yeah. off. Yeah, you like, take a nap when you, you can. You take a nap when you can. Like it's all the jokes are so funny. And then he just is a likable dude. We may not have known much about him when he was with the Ravens, but Everyone seems to like think he's a, a likable guy. He actually looks cool. He does. And I never cool. thought that he that, that he looked cool <laughs> with the Ravens. Like at no point, I don't right. know why, but he actually kind of looked cool. The others were cool yeah. around him, and yeah. now he looks cool over in M- Cleveland. Maybe it's the haircut. I don't know. I got a haircut last month. Completely awful. It is. <laughs> it is atrocious. It is so bad. It is so bad that I. I said to myself when I got it, because I just went to somebody new and they didn't know, and I will, I will never go back. I won't say who it is, but I thought, <laughs> how bad can it really be? Sure. And and it uh, three weeks later, it, a month later, it, it's awful. It's a complete mess. <laughs> Joe Flacco looks pretty sharp. This is Joe Flacco talking about those Cleveland fans chanting his name last night. It's cool. I mean, just put yourself in that position. I mean, you can't deny it. It, it, it was, it's, I said it from the very beginning. I mean, the city has been unbelievable. Our, my teammates have been unbelievable like in, in terms of just embracing me onto this football team. So uh, it's all been great. It, it makes it that much more special to you know be able to come in here and, and play some good football. Uh, the Browns being a team that nobody wants to face, Ravens don't want to face because you have the division ties. Right. Their defense is legit. Is it, real legit. And so and it has been the whole season. It was it's not just now. Correct. They've been, you know, that's what's held them this entire season without a healthy quarterback. And and when you look at what what happened on offense and this is what 
you know, they put up 37 points last night. There's some saying that the Jets' defense quit, that, that, that this was over. That may have been the may have been the case. Brown's also forcing turnovers, by the right. way, scoring, you know, scoring uh, defensively. Uh, Ronnie Hickman, you know, re- returning, a, you know, an INT for a touchdown. So the Cleveland did it a bunch of different ways. But you also have to remember that this is a game where you obviously are on your fourth string quarterback, even though he's not playing like a fourth string quarterback. You've lost Nick Chubb since week two, yeah. which has been documented. They also played last night without Amari Cooper. And then lost Elijah Moore to a scary injury. That was awful. in the first half, mm-hmm. and then they just they continued to roll after that and continue to make plays. And David Njoku, you know, ends up emerging as is quite the target. Like it is, it is, it is so unique, and it is such a a team sort of aspect because it is everyone. I mean, there's listen, there's very few people, if anybody, and I don't, I don't even think that there is that that can match what Miles Garrett does on defense. Fair. And they've got a lot of players on defense, but when you look at that team offensively. Their their line has always been good, but their line is also they've gone through not one, not two, but three tackles yep. this season. So they've lost that, and they still been able to put it together. It truly is one of the, the the best stories that we've seen in the NFL, not just this season, but also in recent memory. And also just because of the way the season started for the Browns, right? Like a lot of people weren't rooting for the Browns, correct? Because of Deshaun Watson, and I think even before Deshaun Watson, I feel like the Browns weren't liked a lot because of Baker Mayfield because people don't like Baker Mayfield. So it's it's been a couple of years where I think a lot of people have hated on the Browns. I think I think I, and, and I'll 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 push back on the hatred of the Browns because they were such a story even when they were losing. Fair. And so when when they when Hugh Jackson is there and they're 0 16 and they're 1 and 15 and they you know they win the one game in the two years we are still are talking about them. And honestly, I think that we've we've talked about them for a decade because it was Johnny Manziel. Right. And, you know, right. what what's happening with the Browns and who they're going to find as their quarterback. And then, yeah, they get the number one overall pick, and there were a lot of different options that they could have selected at that time. Looking back on it, they probably didn't make the right one because you have <laughs> – Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson in the same draft class. But Sam Darnold was considered a top quarterback at that mm. point. Instead, they go, we're going to take Baker Mayfield. They go to the playoffs with Baker, and it's this rags-to-riches story. And I think people like that. And then it just completely turns sour with Baker. And and Baker's already always been a polarizing guy anyway from his days at Oklahoma and winning the Heisman Trophy. But I still think that they were a story. When Deshaun Watson came there, they became toxic because of his situation, because Cleveland gives him the guaranteed contract. I mean, heck, other NFL teams didn't like him. It really was a bad situation in Cleveland, as opposed to, I think, them being an interesting narrative, even though they were losing. Good point. I agree with you. You're right. They were just, we were talking about them for different reasons. This time, it was something toxic. I like how you put that. I just was like, we the Browns have been a topic of conversation. Sure. Non-stop. Non-stop for various reasons. And like, again, Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, People have their opinions about them, which then goes to their team. But here they are. Here they are. A team that all of a sudden people are rooting for and are scared of. I I like it because I'm, I'm into it. And it's different than the Buffalo Bills because we had expectations for the Bills. It's good. Uh, the Bills have always been in the conversation. And it's the, the Deshaun Watson thing is, is a real thing of it's just – turned a lot of people off on it uh, on on the team and it completely was a 180 for how we handled them but I go back to that Sunday that I was talking about in the red zone radio 
when they beat the 49ers, and I, I owe an apology, I guess, to – I think it's my second apology to the Twitter person, whoever <laughs> whoever came out to me and said, quit talking about the Niners' loss, talk about the Browns, they won the game. And it was the Niners' first loss of the season. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I – you know, I, I went down a rant and said, you know, nobody wanted to talk about Cleveland. No one has been talking about Cleveland. All we talk about is the San Francisco 49ers, which, by the way, did continue throughout the season. We continue to talk about the San Francisco 49ers, but that was a statement win. Now, if Jake Moody makes the field goal, it's a 20-19 Niners win, but he didn't. Right. And the Browns won that game. And when you look back at that game and you look back at how the rest of the season played out, they have an argument that maybe they should have beat Seattle. Seattle scored a late touchdown. There was a questionable call on a DK, a non-call on a DK Metcalf holding. The point is, is Cleveland, Cleveland was sitting there wanting to be a part of the conversation and idiots like me were just not noticing. I was noticing their defense, but when they, when they stopped the Bengals early in the season, guess what? It was because of Joe Burrow's calf. There was always, it's because of this. Yes. It's because of this. They, they keep the Titans in check. Yep. Well, guess what? The Derrick Henry era is over in Nashville. Yeah. It's not going to like, so, so I'm saying those things and I'm, making other reasons on why the Browns are doing what they're doing and not fully appreciating what they're doing. That 49ers win, you know, ended up changing things. And then they you know, have a huge win against the Ravens. They beat the Steelers. And no matter how good or bad the Steelers are, anytime you beat the Steelers, uh, it's a, you know, it's a heck of a, it, it's a good win for your organization. And now you're going into the playoffs and you're on a four game win streak. Uh, yeah, they deserve their flowers. The Browns deserve their flowers. They do. And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. All I can think about, though, at this point is the future. Like, if Joe Flacco takes them far in the playoffs, let's say they make it to the Super Bowl, what do the Browns do? I know that they're in a very awful situation contract-wise with Deshaun Watson, but what do you do? Deshaun Watson is still your starting quarterback. He's still your starting quarterback. Yes, not only because of the financial commitment, you have to see it through in what he would be if he was completely healthy. And I think that there this this would allow Kevin Stefanski and the coaching staff to say this is this is what this is what we want. And I think Deshaun can provide that. I think Deshaun can do that. Um I, I think there's there is a lot on his shoulders. I didn't love what Deshaun Watson did, I didn't like what Deshaun Watson did. But now if we're talking in football aspect, I think that he's still your starting quarterback and you just show him, hey, this is what Joe Flacco did. Because honestly, Joe Flacco's not their long-term answer. Sure. Um, you know, I think that there is a little lightning in a bottle here. Um, but Deshaun Watson still would be your starting quarterback in 2024. I mean, Deshaun didn't look great. I, I know he hadn't played in a long time, but it's like the injuries for next year, you just I'm I'm already thinking about what they do in the future. Cause it's not it's just like crazy what they're going through right now. If they make it to the Super Bowl, that's going to be the conversation. That is going that to it, be the conversation. Yes, that, yeah, you know. But he also, by the way, he's not under contract with the. It, Joe, put it this way: if they were to go and win a Super Bowl, this sounds crazy. If I'm Joe Flacco, I'm like, see ya. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going out as a winner. <laughs> do you, you know, retire? I saw, Ray, I saw Ray Lewis do it with the Ravens, <laughs> and I am doing that myself. Peyton Manning did it with the Broncos. That's what I'm going to do. So if it went that far for Joe Flacco and the Browns, the Browns may not even have to worry about making the decision. I think Flacco would probably just hang it up then and be like, I'm good. And then I'm a Hall of Famer. Thank you. That's what he would say. <laughs> That's how he would say. We, I won. Hall of Famer, put me in. Put me in. Jason Stewart. Uh, is uh, our executive producer? You, you did you have something? Did you say is uh, is Nick Foles uh, kind of the comp in this situation, leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl 
with Wentz under contract the next year? Well, how did that play out exactly going into the, the following season? Was Wentz still injured or something? There, He was coming back off the ACL. You know, it's funny. The thing that I remember is we had Doug Peterson on a show because he wrote a book. Because when you win a Super Bowl, you immediately write a book. We were not allowed to ask about the quarterbacking situation. <laughs> we were told that beforehand. Don't ask about the quarterbacking situation. And just offhand, I don't remember the situation. When you said the Nick Foles comp, I, you know, Joe Flacco is a much better quarterback. I think you're talking about the situation. Of him that, leading Yeah, of far. him leading in. Yeah, different situation because Wentz was still young as well. And Wentz was on his way to an MVP season before he was hurt. Um, so a little bit different there. But yeah, a decision, but a decision that I think Joe Flacco would make for the Browns themselves. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Flacco had a, had a really good career. I mean, he's the he's the definition, he's the dictionary defer, definition of betting on himself. Yeah. And and he cashed in on the Super Bowl, and you know the rest is history. But here we are, eleven years later, and maybe Super Bowl is in their future. Eleven years later. Yeah, Super Bowl forty seven, and they beat the Niners. Wow. And, uh, it, people think we're gonna have a Ravens Niners rematch. Maybe we'll just have a Flacco Niners rematch. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're still taking your votes for the 2023 <laughs> Sports Person of the Year. Go to Dan at Dan Byer on Fox. Crap, I got to log, log in a blue sky. I have not done it yet. Hello. That's where you can vote for our nominees. There's just two hours left. Josiah Sikruski, the marathon cheater. J.D. Bales, or as I wrote, J.D. Bates. Same thing. The soccer coach that went to the strip club and charged it on the school district. Amit Patel, the bad gambler. 
that stole 22 mil from the Jaguars. And Big Dom, Dom DeSandro, <laughs> the Eagles heavy, getting into it with Drake Greenlaw. Those are your four nominees we're in for Doug today on Fox Sports Radio. That's right. And we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studio, studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Week 17 of the NFL is here. Bunch of big games. Saturday night, Lions and Cowboys. Lions have already clinched the NFC North, but there still is a chance. And it may not be as outside of a chance as you think. If the Lions win out, and that would include a win over the Cowboys, and they get some help, which could be a Rams victory over the Niners in Week 18, and it's not as far fetched as you would think, you know, there could be a path for the for the Lions to get home field advantage. They also need the Eagles to drop a game, but uh, a lot to play for on on Saturday night in Dallas. You've got a marquee game between the Dolphins and Ravens. You have the Chiefs and Bengals playing in an AFC Championship rematch. And then on Sunday night football, because there is no Monday night because of New Year's Day and college football taking center stage, Week 17 will end on Sunday night with the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Green Bay Packers. Monty, you see this NFC North showdown for two teams right now who are both vying for a playoff berth in the NFC. Unfortunately for them, they are on the outside looking in as we speak as they are both 7-8. and eight. But when you think of Packers at Vikings, what pops into your mind with this matchup? Oh, that the Packers need to win. All right. The Packers need to win. Jordan Love? Yeah. Yes. It's just because the Minnesota Vikings have are in this position and I I think most of us are a little bit surprised just because of, of the quarterback injuries and what they've gone through, right? Mm-hmm. So you just wouldn't expect them to be in this position. Hats off to them. Hats off to Kevin O'Connell for being able to manage this season, losing Kirk Cousins and all of that. And then you have the Packers who started, they won their first game. And I remember I picked up Jordan Love on Fantasy. I was like, I'm going to pick him up. He had a good game. And then they kind of like dipped, but then they got a couple of games together and Jordan Love and the Packers looked good. And then they've lost again. So they've been like up and down, up and down, but they're figuring things out for the future, long term. Roller coaster of love for the Green Bay Packers. And yes. a lot of it has honestly been because of their defense. Yeah. And defensive coordinator Joe Barry. I thought it was very telling when we had Josh Lucas, the former director of uh, player personnel for the Chicago Bears told us yesterday on the show, because Joe Barry has been uh, the target of a lot of venom from Packer fans this season because of how bad the defense is. Josh Lucas told us yesterday that when they hired Joe Barry as their defensive coordinator taking over for Mike Pettin, that the Bears front office celebrated. Like wow. they, they didn't they they thought it would be good for them mm-hmm. that Green Bay was hiring Joe Barry and Joe Barry's been in the crosshairs. I think that's a big portion of what plays in. There are a lot of Packer, Aaron Rodgers versus Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst. Like that, Robbie, like LaFleur and Gutekunst could get the last laugh in all of this because Rodgers and the Jets, obviously with his injury, going home, but Green Bay could make that playoff push. You know, you just gave me like a feeling of like, oh my goodness, at the start of the season, the conversation was Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the Jets and what's going to happen. And that conversation out the window in four plays. Yes. That was this year. That's crazy. It seems so far away. But it still went on for Green Bay because – they had their whole equation. Right. It wasn't, you know, like with, with New England and Tom Brady, you know, the Patriots, you know, going in and, and being competitive. And Brady just takes off and goes and wins a Super Bowl. And kind of like, 
all right, well, that's over that's with. A, yeah. you know, like, like, <laughs> that was done with. Like This one is continuing. Yeah. This one even continued after the injury. And and I don't blame you you know, for talking about like this is a Green Bay angle, even though they're both seven and eight, because I, I think that that's fair. And I completely set you up for it because I felt that you were probably going to go with the Green Bay angle. <laughs> I think this game is totally about the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. And I think what the Minnesota Vikings are telling you is this, is that if they have their druthers, if they have their choice, Kirk Cousins won't be back in 2024. And 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 the reason I say this, and there's there's a lot of Kirk Cousins hate. It's funny, there's this small group that loves Kirk Cousins, and but he's been an easy target because we talk about Kirk Cousins under the lights. What is Kirk Cousins? Like he went and beat the 49ers this year. Like there have been opportunities. I think the narrative is is changed on Kirk Cousins in winning big games because we saw it, and then he goes and ruptures his Achilles tendon. But there is a decision about the future. Heck, when the Vikings we thought weren't in it, we were talking maybe the Vikings will trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets Mm. because the Jets look like the playoff-ready team. What happened this week, I think, tells you a lot about where Minnesota is thinking. They are starting Jaron Hall at quarterback in a must-win game for your playoffs. And Jaron Hall is the rookie quarterback out of BYU that will get his second career start against an NFL team coming up on Sunday night. Sunday night football, the Minnesota Vikings have decided to start a player. Again, it was just one start in his NFL career, and that start ended prematurely because of the concussion that he suffered against the Atlanta Falcons. And in, he's thrown 10 career passes, fifth-round pick out of BYU, Gets the start in the biggest game. And, Monty, this is a big deal. Because I know Nick Mullins threw four interceptions against the Lions this past weekend. But he also threw for 400 yards. Mm -hmm. So you don't have TJ Hawkinson, who's out for the year. So now maybe you try to rely on Ty Chandler, Alexander Madison in the running game. But what this also does is this sets you up. Just think about this narrative. Let's think Monday morning. It's January 1st, 2024, and the Vikings win behind Jaron Hall. And now they're in the thick of the playoff hunt. And now they're gaining momentum because of their rookie quarterback. Do you think they're really going to go back and resign Kirk Cousins, considering that Jaron Hall was their backup? He was their plan B. There was no veteran. They acquired Josh Dobbs because they lost Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. and didn't have Nick Mullins available. Like, Jaron Hall was their plan B with all of this, and then he gets, you know, thrust into action against the Falcons, has a pretty decent drive at the start of the game, but then ends up getting knocked out. They're putting a lot of their eggs in this basket, and right now they need some help to get in because of, of the teams that are ahead of them. They're a game back. But if Jaron Hall plays well for the Minnesota Vikings, I think this is Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings saying, this is going to be our guy for 2024. Because I can't figure out any other way why you would – and they believe that he could do the job because I can't figure out any other way why you wouldn't play Nick Mullins or Josh Dobbs in what is such a crucial game on Sunday night. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It just seems like a small sample size to think of next year for. If you're thinking just this one game, if he does good in this game – We've got, we're set for the future. And I, I, it's hard to believe that they're putting all of their eggs in one basket for a small sample size being this game. Maybe maybe they just want to see what he can do. I, I still think there's a huge chance Kirk Cousins returns to Minnesota and is their starting quarterback. I still think that. I don't see how you let him go so easily. 
unless, you know, he chooses to go elsewhere because money is being offered elsewhere. And, you know, I get that. But I don't I don't see how you can just on one game. I, maybe they're looking like you said, they want to see what, what he can do. And this will be a good game. It allows them an out. If, if Jaron Hall performs yeah. and he performs well and does it on this stage in this scenario, there's going to be a lot of goodwill and there's going to be a lot of momentum. And honestly, for as good as Kirk Cousins has been for Minnesota, there is still the price tag. You're paying Jaron Hall fifth-round pick money, and now he's doing some of the things that you would want to do. He's not a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. That's not that's completely not debatable. Yeah. But for what they look for in the future, this this has the ability to gain momentum if they end up with even if they don't make the playoffs, if they win these final two games with Jaron Hall as their quarterback and he performs well, it makes their decision a lot easier. And I don't care who you are outside of the NFL, if you are on the verge of free agency and your team has not locked you up to a contract, that probably means that there is a question on how they want to move forward. And to have an NFL situation where a team wants to not pay a quarterback uh, as opposed to paying a quarterback, that's now becoming the norm, right? Young, Go younger at the position, yeah. get him on the rookie contract, and even Build though they're around. Would, yeah, yeah, pay other positions to make your team, and if Jaron Hall is that guy, then you've got three years to figure it out. That's what I thought was so telling because I was so surprised, Monty, to hear on Wednesday that Jaron Hall was just named the starter. This, despite Nick Mullins' turnovers. Josh Dobbs hasn't worn out his welcome, it's just things finally caught up to them in Minnesota. I just think that this lays the groundwork for the possibility of a future, you know, a, a, the future of the Minnesota Vikings. And guess what? If Jaron Hall isn't good mm-hmm. and doesn't play well... Then it just complicates everything more for them. It actually simplifies it. <laughs> you think it, so? Yeah, because it says, all right, he was a fifth-round pick. Look, you know, we need Kirk. We'll, we'll pay Kirk. And Jaron Hall isn't maybe our guy right now, but maybe he stays in the system a little bit longer. But if he has success, it can make the decision a lot easier for them to move on from Kirk Cousins because now there's going to be some Jaron Hall hype that follows into the offseason, and then you're not paying Kirk Cousins north of $40 million. So, you know, what you're saying is super logical, and I hear it. I still don't necessarily agree because I think, one, it's a small sample size, and based on what Minnesota has experienced with backup quarterbacks like Josh Dobbs having a stellar two, three weeks, and then it all kind of went downhill, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's still fresh. So here you have, and maybe it is more of like let's see what we have in him and maybe we do keep him in the system next year I just don't see how like two games it's like oh we're moving on from Kirk Cousins even though everything you're saying is super logical I just think what's happened this year with backup quarterbacks of several of them having successful one two three weeks and then they kind of fall off it's it's what we've seen so how can you I, I, I hear the momentum thing but the momentum thing at the end of the year when then you're start over again I don't know I don't know I I think they are. They do want to see. I agree what they have with Jaron Hall. I just don't think just because he has two successful games and that they win, that it makes their decision easier. If, I don't think. If that. they were four and twelve, I think it's a different story. They're sitting there in the thick of the playoffs right now, right? And four and eleven because it would be fifteen games. They're seven and eight right now, a game back of Seattle in the Rams for the final wild card. So if Seattle loses to Pittsburgh, things get pretty interesting. Guess who the Rams have to play in in week 18? The San Francisco 49ers, who could have a lot to play for. That's not a given. They have their playoff hopes are alive and well. 
they may get a Detroit team that has nothing to play for in week 18. Yeah. And then you're having to win that game. Like these are monumental games that I just don't think you hand over the keys to your rookie quarterback if A, you don't believe in him, and they've shown that they believed in him by, by having him as their backup quarterback, but B, you don't hand him over in a game like this. It is much easier to be like, you know what? We lost Nick Mullins. Again, turned the ball over three times. We're knocked out of the playoffs. So be it. But to be like, hey, Rook, lead <laughs> us there. And then you get people excited about it and you get it about the future. Yeah, I think I really think that there's something there. And I think that Kirk Cousins' future will end up being decided on whether he returns to the Vikings or not, uh, likely on Sunday night and then likely what happens in Week 18. You don't think it's as simple as let's just see what he has, especially losing TJ Hawkinson. That's a big that's a big piece for them. So I, I just I hear you again. Logical, but I, I feel like it's this this is not gonna determine what they do with Kirk Cousins. I still think Kirk Cousins is their preferred quarterback. Sure. And, you know, Jaron Hall was hurt on a scramble running to the end zone yeah. against the Falcons. That's when he was knocked out on. And maybe that provides them a little bit more because you don't have that security blanket in TJ Hawkinson that you need more from the position. I mean, honestly, Josh Dobbs, what he did with his legs, you know, was, yeah. I mean, it's why they won the Falcons yeah. game because of, you know, of his mobility and what, what he could do on the run. Uh, Nick Mullins doesn't necessarily provide you to to that extent, and Kirk Cousins never did. It wasn't a part of his game, but maybe this gives a little bit more, you know, opportunity for for them to have a different facet. But this can set up, I think, a launching point. Yeah. for the for the new Minnesota Vikings. The new Minnesota Vikings, and it is a big game. It's a huge game. Yeah. I, I just I, anytime I, you play the Packers, it's a big deal. And yeah. now you're tied with the Packers, and you're both fighting for the playoffs. And now it's in prime time. Yeah, it's an absolute huge game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. She's Monty Bellagno sitting in for Doug today. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Sports Person of the Year. We're, we're doing a different angle on it. Four nominees. <laughs> and it'd be nice if I could actually type one of the nine nominees' names correctly. I got J.D. Bales wrong. I put J.D. Bates, but it's J.D. Bales. He's one of our four nominees for Sports Person of the Year. Uh, J.D. Bales was the uh, soccer coach in Texas who charged $5,400 worth of merchandise. No, um, uh, (laughs) I I guess charged $5,400 at a strip club in Houston. Services. 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 There it is. That's, That's the better way of putting it. And then tried to say that he was a victim of fraud. Uh, overwhelming evidence was my favorite from the New York uh, Daily News. Overwhelming evidence proved it wasn't fraud. So J.D. Bales, uh, yes, uh, got in big-time trouble. He is one of our nominees. Josiah Zakruski is an Australian ultra-marathon runner who used a car to finish one of her marathons. She is also a nominee. Anmeet Patel was the Jaguars employee who many tabbed as the worst gambler ever. Yeah. Uh, he is a nominee, and right now in second place with 21.7% of the vote. The the overwhelming leader right now, Dom DeSandro. Dom. Big Dom from the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, who got removed from the sidelines after he got into it with Dre Greenlaw of the 49ers. So those are our four nominees for Sports Person of the Year. And when you see, again, if you want to vote for J.D. Bales and you see J.D. Bates, that counts too. Yeah. I just yeah. did not subscribe to the blue check mark, so I can't edit the tweet, and I'm not going to start now. You can see the descriptions on my tweet at Dan Byer yeah. on Fox. JD is JD. Yes. Yeah. JD. That's JD. Uh, JD. <laughs> I forgot. I got to log into my Blue Sky account. See <laughs> Maybe where I'm you at. have was, another one. I was up to eight followers wow. yesterday. Blue Sky, Dan you, Byer. You like quadrupled your number. Your Blue Sky yesterday. followers are heading for the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll check in at some point. Uh, Please in the near do. Future. I'm curious. We're going to check in with our buddy Bill Krakenberger right now that you can hear Sunday mornings right here on Fox Sports Radio alongside Brian No and Jeff Schwartz on Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. Uh, Happy New Year, Crack. How are you? Hey, how we doing, guys? Happy New Year to you. Speaking of the stratosphere, I was just there last night, believe it or not. Oh, nice. Nice. How are things at the stratosphere? Looking oh, good. good. No, they, have a, they have a restaurant called Top of the World, which is a revolving restaurant around uh, the top of the... It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Uh, something to check out maybe in a couple of weeks when we're there for the, yeah. uh, for the Super Bowl, for sure. Uh, oh, nice. We'll see if the Lions and Cowboys uh, can make their way, uh, Lions or Cowboys, to the Super Bowl. They play on Saturday night. Let's start their crack with Week 17. Lions clinching the NFC North. Uh, do they still have something to play for? They're five and a half point underdogs. How do you think? How do you see things going down in Dallas? Dallas opened up as a six point favorite. Quickly, the underdog down Detroit was bet uh, down to four and a half. And uh, here in Vegas, a couple fives, five and a half. But uh, the sharper sports books are definitely taking Detroit money. Listen, both of these teams were in my top ten strong power ratings throughout the year. They both dropped out. Even Detroit dropped out. They were like number five and number four at one time. I just have seen some weaknesses in both teams. It seems like they, uh, especially Dallas, except for the Philadelphia game, they really can't beat 
uh, stronger teams, it seems like. Uh, I want them to win because I have them to actually win the, the NFC. So I do want them to win. I have a, I have a pretty large bet on them, but I, I just don't think that I'm going to get there with that. I think there's some other stronger teams. But uh, this particular game, it's our Saturday night primetime game, so I understand why everyone has to have a bet on a game. I try to always... Uh, you know, I promote uh, responsible gambling. You don't sure. have to have a bet just because it's on TV. <laughs> but try to tell my guys that from like New York and South Philly, they don't have to have a bet when a game's on. Sure, uh, awesome. If you don't, if, <laughs> if you don't have a bet, then the game doesn't matter. It doesn't it? Didn't even happen. That's basically <laughs> their thinking. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. But there, there's a full full slate of games coming up on Sunday, though. Yeah, on Sunday, the Raiders and the Colts both are fighting for different things. Colts are still in trying to win the division. Raiders, slim chance of getting into the playoffs, but it's still there. But also Antonio Pierce, you know, trying to get his team to win another one. And Indiana, or yeah, the Colts are favored for three and a half. How do you like that one? Oh, good. This is actually a great question, great game to bring up because you know I really felt good for Pierce. He was—he couldn't even be interviewed after the game. He had tears in his eyes, and you know, there's just something that I, that gets to me. Maybe growing up with an old-fashioned Italian mother who was always so sensitive, I feel bad for—I I felt bad. I was so happy for him that I—I I, I really now I'm going to be rooting for Vegas because I have no allegiance, <laughs> by the way. So none of these teams mean nothing to me. When the game's over, I don't care. My allegiance is my bankroll. That's it. So, but I did feel good for him, for Pierce and the Raiders, and I, I live in Las Vegas, so I should feel good for the home team there. Um, I'm surprised that Indianapolis got hit again. This game was down to three, and then uh, there was some money on Indy, and, and now it's sitting at a solid three and a half here. I, I thought Vegas would play them a little bit closer. Maybe they play for Pierce. Maybe they play for their slim chance, and they trust me. They have a real tiny mm-hmm. chance to actually get in the playoffs. Indianapolis playing for their playoff life, but you know, whenever these must-win teams, and I'll say Indy's more of the must-win than Las Vegas here, but I love betting on the teams that play spoiler. I love betting on the opposite side, especially Week 18. You'll find some of these teams that love to play spoiler, and uh, you'll get you know, if you're betting those must-win teams like Joe Public loves to bet, they're going to pay a tax by betting those teams, and the tax, the tax is in the form of an extra half point sometimes. So I'm looking to be on the bookmaker side, looking to take the underdogs uh, in that situation. Not that this game is that standoutish type of game, but Indy will definitely be playing harder or trying to play harder to get in. Las Vegas knows it has a little bit of a chance, but uh, I, I, I lean to the dog in those situations. Bill Krakenberger joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. She's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You can hear Crack every Sunday morning with Jeff Schwartz and Brian No on Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. One of those marquee games is Dolphins and Baltimore in Baltimore. Ravens coming off of that huge win against the Niners. Dolphins coming off of a pretty big win against the Dallas Cowboys, but one team had to travel across the country on shorter rest. Does that play into anything in this big AFC matchup? Yeah, this game's at 10 o'clock in the morning, Vegas time on uh, Sunday. And this is one of the games of the day, Baltimore-Miami. And after Baltimore basically just won their own Super Bowl last week for San Fran, I actually looked for a letdown in this game a little bit. I looked to take the dog, uh, some three-and-a-halves out there, which were gobbled up earlier up until yesterday. Someone bet, uh, and when I say someone, a syndicate group, a sports betting syndicate group, bet Baltimore, knocked it back up to three-and-a-half. But I'll tell you, any given Sunday, anything can happen in the NFL. I look for Miami to actually stay close in this game and maybe even get a win. 
And after a Baltimore situation, like I said, they played a big game last week. One of the best teams in football. And, uh, you know, you see Jackson now as a favorite to win the MVP. Great, great quarterback. Negotiated himself a fantastic contract by himself this year. And uh, I, I know it's going to be a look-ahead game to me. I'm looking forward to see this game. But I am, uh, I am, uh, I have made a small bet on Miami plus three and a half. I don't do a lot of sides. I'm more of a total guy. Sure. I like to bet totals. I think it's an easier thing to beat. There's so many eyes on the NFL from all different media sources. It's a very, very hard thing to beat, especially the day of the game. You know, I have a crack challenge up there with my co-host on Sundays where they pick a game 10 minutes before they pick five games against the spread. That's how hard it is to beat. That's the most efficient line there is. Put it this way, the sports books on Monday morning, they'll take $5,000 max bet or even 3000 max bet. Day of the game, whatever you can carry to the counter, they'll take a million dollars. Yep. That, that is not me. All right, I got one last one for you. Since we're sure. talking about over-unders, Carolina's coming off of a week where they put 30 up against Green Bay. Jacksonville's got a quarterbacking situation. That's only at 37.5. That seems very low to me in this matchup that they play in Jacksonville. What about this Panthers-Jags game? Yeah, you know, this, this game opened up. This is one of those games that opened up at 6 and 37.5 and, and still sits at 6 and 37.5. And wow. Not a lot of action, not a lot of eyeballs on a Carolina game. The other team that would love to play spoiler uh, is Carolina, by the way. Uh, And, you know, always around this time of the year, always one of these, I'll call them garbage, quote-unquote, teams, always kind of step it up and win a couple in a row. And Carolina being the worst team in the NFL, uh, they might be that team that steps it up here. So uh, I'm looking to really stay off the side there. And and you know what? When I see a grind-out type of game, uh, even though it's a 37-and-a-half, 38 line, They've been staying under. I leaned to the under in that game, and I didn't bet it. But, however, I noticed this year compared to previous years, we're down about four points at line games. What that means is years ago this game would have been lined at like 41-and-a-half. Now it's 37-and-a-half. And the games are still remaining under. It's been an under season the whole entire season, and it's just especially primetime games. But, uh, yeah, I lean to the under in that one. All right, before we let you go, what is your favorite total play of the week in Week 17? You know, I, I bet I bet something that's against everyone else. I understand this quarterback situation in this Minnesota game, but Green Bay seems to be scoring a lot every week. This line was up to 47, down to 43.5 because of this, the quarterback situation there. I like the over 43.5, still widely available. I think a lot of points there, prime time. Green Bay will put up a lot of them. Uh, I do lean Green Bay in the game, too, but I definitely like the over in that game. Bill, happy New Year. We appreciate the insight. We will be listening to you guys on New Year's Eve. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye now. Bill Krakenberger. Find him on X, formerly known as Twitter, at (laughs) Crackman, at Bill Crackman, that is. Countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM with Crack, with Jeff Schwartz, with Brian No every Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. And in fact, it's every Saturday and Sunday because Brian, Rich Ornberger, and Jared Smith have you covered for all of the college action that ends up breaking down, plus any NFL action like we have the Lions and Cowboys this week. That's three hours before kickoff. Countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. You can listen to to it weekend weekend mornings beginning at 9 Eastern on Saturdays and again 10 o'clock Eastern time on Sundays right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you... Bill makes me want to (laughs) bet. He makes me want to bet. And I like don't because I'm scared. It's just like I don't want to get into it. It sounds like so fun and then at the same time 
so dangerous. There's and and I am I am I'm not a professional gambler by any means. I wouldn't even call myself an amateur gambler. And I think like so many of us now we're learning more and more about it. Yeah. Um I did have a little understanding of it, but what I think is interesting when you hear Crack talking, he even just mentioned it there. I love football. And I think what happens is there are so many people like you and me that love football and feel that, well, we know that team's going to win that game. Well, that there's no way that team's going to go win that game. And so we think that we know, and so we're going to pick. Well, then right. you throw lines in it, and it's obviously a little different story. But what Crack says here is, he goes, I don't pick sides. Uh-huh. He goes, I, I look at the totals. Yep. And so he's betting over-unders, and that's where he is making his bread. So it isn't just, you know, there's just, there's so many different levels to it. And then obviously if we had more time and if you, you know, spent an hour with him, you know, he'd, he'd you know, tell you so much more about the betting world. But it's just something as simple as that as, you know, and I'm asking him, hey, do you like, you know, are the, are the Lions coming in? You know, are the, are the Dolphins going to be, you know, ready for this, you know, road game that they have? And he's more focused on the totals, which he, is interesting. Right. He takes like a very logical approach to it with betting. And like you said, it's not just picking the team. He's like, I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking at this other stuff. And it's like, huh. Like I'm over here looking at this Packers Vikings game. I'm like, okay, you like the over? Okay. Maybe I'll, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll get into that. As opposed to the people that you're looking at, me, uh, Jason Stewart, uh, Isaac Lohenkron, all of us with our illogical bets. Correct. That, that we have. Yes. Emotional bets. <laughs> that, we have, that we have made. <laughs> oh, there's no way they're going to go and exactly. win. Final score. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.